2: Welcome back to the second hour of the best midday programming on the radio. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show. I'm the Bradley. Colleen will be back on Monday. Holly's here. Mike's here. And we're going to kick things off with a very interesting story about a uh, Chris Rock Netflix special, Holly, that's not just like any netflix special much less chris rock netflix special right
0: no bradley this is a first of a kind for netflix breaking new ground bradley with their upcoming chris rock comedy special because it will be i believe the first to stream live on Netflix. Okay, so
2: live streaming comedy special on Netflix. I don't remember, but I have a hankering of an idea that we've not done live streaming before.
0: On Netflix, it this is the first of a kind for the streaming service. But but can I just
2: so I want to know about this because I want to hear if this is different than what I'm thinking. But like, it just makes me think of like, you know, NBC Live when they did the uh, like Grease or something.
0: What do you know? But that's network
2: TV. And also that was network TV revisiting something that actually is the way that network TV started. So yeah. by that, I mean, it's old.
0: Thank you. Son. So what's unique
2: about this experience that we know Chris Rock doing a live streaming sp- special on Netflix?
0: There's nothing unique about it. Oh. It's Chris Rock oh. doing a live comedy special. So we have to
2: show up at that time?
0: Yeah, we have to show up at that time. However, by all means, that this is going to be available on Netflix after the fact. Like, I don't think that this is a one-time-only situation that Netflix is going to air this Chris Rock special, and then you'll never be able to see it again, at least from my understanding on this uh, Variety report about this. All that we know about it is Chris Rock This special is going to air in early 2023, but Netflix is acting like it reinvented the wheel. And in fact, it's just doing the thing that television did 70 years ago.
2: Well, I was going to say, but let's also be clear. Netflix is up to something. Yeah. And what that is, is trying to get subscribers because while they led for years and revolutionized or redefined a medium or, uh, you know, just uh, created a whole new one. And expectations uh, around that new medium, they are now trailing and they are losing subscribers and they are trying to innovate. And the latest form of innovation for them has been to do what a bunch of other people have already done, which is to throw up some ads and lower the price. Exactly. In an attempt to get more money, like they're increasingly having to make money in other ways because subscribers are not going to sustain them, you know, for the billions that they've had for you know, the last however long.
0: And considering all that, this is a pretty brilliant move on the part of Netflix. Not only are they doing an exclusive live Chris Rock comedy special, it's airing early next year. And this is the first big thing that Chris Rock has done since the Oscars.
2: Which is also genius, right? Not only for Netflix, but for Chris Rock.
0: Right. So this will be the first time that a global audience Perhaps, maybe, we don't know for sure, but this would be a prime opportunity for Chris Rock to address what really happened at the Oscars earlier this year.
2: you got to believe he's going to say something.
0: Yeah, and he's always alluded to the fact that he would be talking about it when he's ready to talk about it. And by all means, I'm sure that this comes with a pretty hefty payday for Chris Rock, so he will be perhaps more than ready.
2: Oh, he could have written that check.
0: Yeah, ready to do that.
2: Yeah, so, he could have literally named his price. Yeah. And I'm sure they would have paid exactly what they wanted. Because, again, this gives them something to tout. It doesn't seem particularly revolutionary or unique. No. But that said, kind of brilliant.
0: Kind of brilliant. And going back, Bradley to the fact that Netflix is mm, they're trying to think of interesting ways to rearrange their financial kitchen well that Netflix with ads has rolled out at 6.99 a month but Netflix basic with ads doesn't come with all the content that Netflix makes available for a regular subscription.
2: So this is the thing that's kept me from doing it uh, so far because I thought to myself, you know, I might actually do the Netflix ad thing because Netflix is really one of those places I don't spend as much time as I used to. And I might be up for the ad model, especially because it would be like half the price, if not more so than what I'm currently paying. But there are a couple shows that I do watch.
0: Now, some of the shows that aren't available with Netflix basic with ads include Arrested Development, House of Cards, Peaky Blinders, New Girl, also uh, Friday Night Lights and Uncoupled starring Neil Patrick Harris. You can't get those with the ad tier basic subscription for Netflix. Some of the movies that aren't available include Oblivion with Tom Cruise. You can't get some of the newer James Bond movies like Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace. 28 days is not available. So it is restricted because they don't have the rights to show some of these shows. That's what they're saying. With yeah. This ad tier.
2: And a lot of like, net, cause you'd think house of cards. I mean, that was the the show that changed it all. But um, from what I've heard, you know, the contracts for those things were done at a time when this was not an issue. And so they'd have to go back and they haven't been able to secure those contracts, which is why you don't have those shows. I would imagine the shows that I show up for Netflix for, The Crown and Great British Bake Off, hopefully, are both on there. Because that would be the thing that would prevent me from doing the ad tier.
0: Well, according to this article, they're still available. I suppose you could find out and change your Netflix subscription and then be like, no, 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 I want to take this back. And no word on how this live Chris Rock comedy special is going to be impacted by what tier of Netflix you have. Because it would kind of make sense... That Netflix would be like, "Mm, only our premium subscribers are going to have this Chris Rock content available to them.
2: Yeah, but I also think, again, they're trying to drive people to the ad model right now. So I think that this would just give, you know, like saying you're going to get this on that ad model would encourage people to do it. Because if you're like, you're making this new push but then the, the next thing you publish isn't available, that would seem kind of rude.
0: That would be really rude. You
2: know? Yeah. I will say it's fascinating to watch these. Uh, I forget there's a, uh, an acronym for, for the free streaming services with ads. But I've noticed how the it's just been changing in terms of how the platforms have been offering these services. For example, Amazon Prime has one called Freevee. Yes. And now if you, I was just on Amazon Prime last night, Um, because I'd gotten a recommendation for a show that's going to be on freebie and I was looking through and it's literally one of the tabs. So you can go through the prime stuff. You can go through, you know, the stuff you can buy, and then you can go to the stuff that's on freebie. And there's a lot of TV on there, like a lot of deep tracks. Like you want to watch all the good times episodes. You can watch it on freebie. The new Judy, uh, judge Judy show that we talked about yesterday is available on freebie. And it's basically, you know, there for you to watch. You just have to watch some ads.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, the same Paramount owns Pluto TV. Yeah. And Peacock, of course. And Peacock. You can watch that stuff for free. Yeah. And they have a premium service. But even still, if you pay some of the premium service, be careful because then some you still have to see ads. Look, I I paid 20 bucks for Peacock because I needed keeping up with the Kardashians. It's a long story, but just cross your (laughs) teeth and check your lowercase j's with all of that.
2: All right. Well. Good to know. Again, tell us when the Chris Rock special is going to be.
0: Early 2023.
2: All right, I'm sure. Oh, wouldn't it be interesting if it was just around award season? Oh, hmm. Hmm. Okay. Hey, when we return, I think we're going to cheat. But you guys, I do want to give you oh oh your oh. your order is approaching from. <laughs> I think we're going to be able to do our cheat day when we return right here on my talk 1071. Hey, my talkers. Bradley here. If you're looking for integrity in real estate, it's time to make your move to the Snyder team with eXp Realty. We all know the market is shifting and navigating the highs and the lows with confidence can be a real challenge. Don't worry about it, you're not alone. You just need the experienced agents of Jennifer and her team from the Snyder team with the XP Realty to hold your hand through the entire buying and selling process. They've been doing it for the last 25 years and have helped 3000 uh, plus families across the twin cities in Western Wisconsin. If you're looking to buy or sell a home, make your move to the Snyder team today, head to the Snyder team.com. And Hey, if you're an agent or, you know, one who's looking for a change, make your move to the Snyder team. They're aligned with the fastest-growing real estate brokerage in the world, eXp Realty, and the Snyder team has been expanding and bringing new agents on from across the metro. So if you're looking to join a fun, competitive team, make your move to the Snyder team today. Call Jennifer and her team. Head to thesnyderteam.com. We're about to hold something closer to our piles holes here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. i I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts. Hi. And Mike as well. Hello, Thanks. hello. Thanks for being with us, you guys, today. Let's get right to the fun, or should I say delicious, cheat day. Dirty, rotten, cheetah. Cheat day, taste test.
0: Stick this
2: in your mouth. Yummy, Yay! we will. Don't you worry. Okay, uh, just FYI, Holly. Yes. Can you do the honors and tell us what we're about to stick in our pie holes for day?
0: We are sampling the new melts from Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut Melts. P- Pizza Hut Melts. Now Melt. Melt. it says
2: Cheese, crispy, loaded.
0: Yes. Now uh, the melt <laughs> that used
2: to be me in my twenties.
0: Mm, yummy. Well, cheesy, the, crispy, loaded. The whole idea of the Pizza Hut melt is that. They're like, you know, sometimes you got to hanker in for pizza flavors, but you don't want to order a whole pizza for yourself. It's true. Mm-hmm. Although,
2: well, no, I don't understand yeah, that feeling because yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would just order a whole pizza for myself.
0: Yeah, and then you'd I understand
2: we're not all the same people.
0: No. So if you're not like all three of us who I'm assuming you would make any pizza a personal pizza if you just tried hard enough. Yeah. Yeah, you can order one of these melts. So they have three different flavors of Pizza Hut melts, and we ordered two of them. Now, I believe, Bradley, we ordered the Pepperoni Lovers.
2: Yep, we got a Pepperoni Lovers and uh, Chicken Bacon Parmesan.
0: Yes, we decided to go fancy. Now, you can also get a meat. <laughs> it's not fancy. I know.
2: It sounds fancy, but it's not.
0: A meat lovers one as well, but we there
2: is meat eat. lovers. There's also like a buffalo chicken one. Oh, that's right. And then there's another one that I'm mm-hmm. forgetting right now. But there's several yeah. options for you to choose from. And I think they they advertise them. And I think we paid about it's like six ninety nine. Correct. And you get two pieces.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I'm just gonna hold mine up. I'm yeah. holding right now the pe- the pepperoni lovers. Yes,
0: and there's no sauce on these melts, and the melts come with a little cup of marinara sauce so that you can dip and you you can can mm -hmm, you can regulate your own marinara sauce
2: yeah i did find that interesting because i kind of would want i the thing i love about pizza is sauce so i'm glad that we at least got the dipping part but i i wouldn't mind if there was sauce on there
0: Mm.
1: because it
2: appears let me just be clear for the audience if you can't see it because you're not watching the youtube um It looks basically like a a thin crust pizza that has been folded over on top of itself. Exactly. So that it's the shape of a slice of pizza, but it's like you could unfold it and it would become two pieces.
0: I'm going to try to unfold my piece. Oh, Oh. yeah. See, there you go. I'm going to open it up and then.
2: Oh, God. I don't know. Oh, God.
0: Holly. No. No. Oh. It, i mean <laughs> it, it kind of looks... looks like pizza the hut from Spaceballs when you unfold your now pizza
2: which one do you have in front of you
0: um i think this is the chicken okay i think this is the chicken okay mm. so
2: you've got the chicken yeah. mike you've got the chicken i do yes i got the pepperoni why don't you guys first of all do we have any smell or texture uh notes that you want to share
1: I've, Either of you. There just seems like there's a lot of uh bread to, to this. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of crust. And there's a lot of crust going goo. on right here. So okay. that's my initial reaction and smells a little cardboardy. We'll see. All right. Well why like don't you pizza. guys dig in? Yeah. Mm. Again, I'm gonna take a, whiff
0: take a whiff
2: of the Pizza Hut melt. I will say it's dusted with a like parmesan uh oof thing. So it's like dusty. It's got seasoning dust on top,
0: yes. <laughs>
2: and then it's folded over on top of itself. Hmm. You're both making faces.
0: My face is pretty good, actually. Um, the crust experience on the Pizza Hut melt—it's crispy and crunchy, and I like that because sometimes I think Pizza Hut crust can be a little dough forward. Hmm. And this is more crispy forward, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you still get the Pizza Hut flavor profile if that's something that's uh, intriguing and, and enjoyable for you. And they're totally accurate where it's like, yeah, I want some pizza party happen in my mouth, but I don't want to order the whole pie.
2: Mike, what do you
1: say? Uh, it's very flaky. It's kind of falling apart, falling apart my hands, but no, it's it's... Yeah, it's all right. I mean, I, I would okay, buy if I said... A, yeah, a, uh, I was like, you,
0: you can be honest. Don't worry about it.
1: A younger uh, version of myself may have taken a frozen pizza and just flapped it into in, into halves and then cut it. And you're exactly right. That's exactly what this tastes like. And there's a lot of crust. I don't know. I'm not ai am not a huge fan. It's very crusty. Uh, I,
2: you know, like, I I, I didn't react to as strongly to the crust. Mm-hmm. I would keep eating. Like, I would eat this in a heartbeat.
0: I am going to pick a little of the pepperoni off
2: here. I would just eat this whole thing, and then I'd be like... I, I this would be like if I uh, I'm trying to pizza lunch maybe because again like if I'm in the mood for pizza I want a whole pizza like and I'll eat half a pizza this
0: is two in the morning I guess technically
2: this is half a pizza if you think about it because if you unfold both pieces that you get it comes with two pieces per order
0: this is two in the morning I came home from the bar and I want some pizza, but I don't want a whole thing, so I'm going to get a melt, and then I'm going to go to bed.
2: I'm sorry, but I don't know that I would go to the effort of ordering just a well, melt.
0: That, well, that's true.
2: Right? Like, yeah. Don't you feel like you'd have to throw some wings in there or something?
0: Yeah. Well, maybe that's the whole Yeah, idea. maybe you want a
2: little bit of pizza and some wings.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. All right. All right.
0: I'm going to try the pepperoni, because you know what? Try the, the pepperoni. The chicken one didn't have a lot going on for like okay. the inside well, of don't it. Don't get your hopes so. up. Yeah. All right.
2: I'm eating your too.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I just keep eating it because mm-hmm. I have issues. But
0: yeah.
2: what do you think about the pepperoni? Mm,
0: it's better than the chicken.
2: I do That's like good pe- news. I do like pepperoni. When it comes to pizza, I kind of don't need anything more complicated than pepperoni. Honestly, mm-hmm. I I will trust me. But like Pizza Hut delivery, I kind of feel like I'm I'm there. All
0: right. I like the font on the box. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, that tells me everything I need to know if you were going to do this on a scale of zero to five cobras what are you giving it holly
0: 2.5
2: mike 1.3 oh my god okay uh 2.75 thank you pizza and yeah. uh thank you dear listeners catch the video on youtube when we come back more from hollywood right here on the colina bradley show thank you mike welcome back to the colina bradley show and if you miss any of our cheat day friday you can always visit it on our youtube channel YouTube.com slash my talk1071. It'll probably be up shortly and see the uh Pizza Hut melt that we indulged in. All right. Now let's get to those celebrities behaving badly. We call them
0: the bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the day.
2: Who's your D-bag today, Holly?
0: Well, usually, Bradley, it's celebrities behaving badly, but today it's fans of celebrities oh, behaving no. badly. Sometimes
2: that... the fans are not as good.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and those fans would be fans of the late Aaron Carter, who died over the weekend, very tragically, at the age of 34.
2: The fans of Aaron Carter? What's going on?
0: They're showing up to his house and harassing his ex fiance. Uh,
2: no. Uh-huh. no. No, 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 no. We're not doing that.
0: Yeah. Now, apparently, this is according to his fiance, Melanie Martin, that some fans have been showing up at her house in Lancaster, California, and are harassing her. Now, TMZ has the exclusive story. So that tells me that she, Melanie, is talking to TMZ. And is wants to get the word out to tell people to stop with this, so Melanie tells t m z that since Aaron died last weekend that going online she's been getting lots of hateful messages from Aaron Carter fans, and they're not nice. <sighs> those aren't fans those thank you, brandley
2: yeah, that's not a fan.
0: She said that she's been receiving constant harassment from Aaron Carter stands, including but not limited to wishing death on Melanie, some folks accusing her of being responsible for Aaron Carter's death, and she also said that people have been showing up at the house in Lancaster, California, where he was found dead, and they are going onto the property, go right up to the windows of the house, or on vehicles, to look inside the house. Oh my
2: God, people are horrible.
0: Yeah. People are horrible. I'm not
2: surprised at all, but yes, people are horrible. So, uh, again, those aren't fans. No. Those are, because I, I always love it when they're like, fans are disturbed, but it's like, no, those are just trolls.
0: Mm-hmm. And the trolling has moved from online into reality. Now, apparently there has been police presence outside of this house. Because Melanie was moving some of her things outside of the house. And so she was like, look, this is a danger to me. This is a threat. These people are showing up to this house. And I've been receiving, I mean, I'm assuming that there is probably communication. Like, here are some of the things that folks are saying to me online. Including, but not limited to, wishing that I was dead. So, (sighs) yeah. Can we just not folks? Can we I mean, just I'm good not? with it.
2: I, I, I don't think I'm the, the issue, though.
0: You're not the issue. Even Aaron Carter fans aren't the issue, but you're right, Bradley, in pointing out the fact that these aren't fans. Yeah, because this a is fan, a, this by is something definition,
2: else. you would be supportive of the individual, and mm-hmm. anyone supportive of the individual would respect the privacy and the the mm-hmm. you know boundaries yeah. of someone who's affected by the you know tragedy here
0: right and some of these Uh, folks online are saying that melanie is stealing things from aaron carter's house but in fact she says that she's going to get baby items and diapers and clothes because they have a young son
2: also there was this weird like i don't know it was alleged friends of aaron carter's who were let into the house after uh his body was removed, who were talking to, I don't know if it was page six, some tabloid about what they saw. And I just thought, you're not actual friends of a person if you're going to be doing that kind of thing. Because that's just so disrespectful. And it's it comes without context. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it seems like a bunch of salacious details. And sure, in the absence of the full context, it's probably titillating for people who aren't thinking about the fact that this is a real human being who has people affected by his death, right? Right. But it's just so gross. And and to just think that there are people who are alleged to be friends of a person that would open up that person's reputation or memory to lurid details for the purposes of a celebrity uh, spread in a tabloid is just ridiculous.
0: Yeah, safe to say that those friends, it's a very loose quotation mark around that word. Yeah. Yeah,
2: absolutely. So,
0: knock it off.
2: Stop it. Stop Be Stop better. It. <laughs> Yelling at them is probably not helping. It's fine. They're also probably not listening to I'm us. I'm gonna
0: scream into the void later. Please. Maybe that will help a little bit.
2: I'm gonna do it right now.
0: No. Okay. was your deep end? Probably good. Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> this story about Megan Fox. You you told us about Megan Fox or Mike? Did you?
0: Yeah, I told you, you about told, uh, very, during the very briefly at the end of the twelve twenty dirtler. We discussed Megan Fox and her Halloween costume.
2: Yeah, because she was an elf,
0: she princess was, or something. She was Zelda.
2: Oh, that's right, yeah.
0: Machine Gun Kelly, Link.
2: And in her costume, it was required her to have elf ears. Mm-hmm. And she said, and you brought this up, that she quote very seriously looked into elf ear modification. And I guess because she's friends with Grimes, because isn't it Grimes that wanted to do this? Yes. Well, that's not why I made her my D-bag, because do you, first of all, I don't buy that she very seriously looked, actually, I guess she probably did. I don't know. (laughs) It's Megan Fox, fine. She seriously looked at elf ear modification. I'm like, that just means she Googled it, probably.
0: Probably, again. It's not like she booked an
2: appointment with her esthetician.
0: A consultant, yeah. Yeah.
2: But in that story, there is another story. And this is the story that brought me to the D-bag portion of our conversation.
0: Ooh, a nesting doll.
2: Somebody, (laughs) the comments, because that's where it all happens. Mm -hmm. Not a fan, I would imagine. Mm -hmm. Although this person alleges that they were. All that money and she can't buy a razor? She's now off my list. What are they talking about, you ask?
0: What are they talking about? Her
2: bikini line appears to be somewhat furry in one of these photos.
0: (laughs) Okay. So
2: there's some topiary (laughs) that has not been groomed.
0: Oh, you mean that Megan Fox is a human being? Yes. And somebody (laughs) was
2: so put off by it that they were like, all "All that money and she can't buy a razor? She's now off my list. So, of course oh and it's I like, it,
0: oh, like he, oh where's it where's the, you have the audible eye roll bradley can you hit that for me please oh,
2: thank you also i can't tell if that's hair or a tattoo what is well, that Well,
0: now i need to look and, and this is on megan fox's instagram account megan fox i don't follow her it's on
2: the page six article did oh, okay. i not link to it
0: no you did but i just wanted to get up close
2: yeah <laughs> you want to zoom in on her for <laughs> her because she's so for the audience who can't see she's wearing an outfit that I also don't think probably Zelda actually wore it's like borderline crotchless
0: yeah um, I-
2: <laughs> there's just a panel covering her, uh, it's
0: a horny Zelda because that's kind of sexy Zelda. Yeah. uh, That's their thing is that they like to dress up and and, and sexify things.
2: Yeah. There's not enough blood though, because they're very bloody. These two Mm -hmm. anyway. So there's like one photo where I can vaguely see something that might be considered or construed as body hair. Mm -hmm. But, um,
0: let's see, frankly, who cares?
2: I I mean, also,
0: also, Okay. Let's get real here about this, okay. It's hard to shave that area of the bod on a consistent like time schedule without it itching or just it's bothersome
2: yeah i and, also I, I feel bad for women because they have to shave hairy areas, men <laughs> generally speaking trim, right? Mm-hmm. We don't have to shave. There's not right. the same expectations culturally. Ex- yes, And trimming is a far better way to go. But I imagine if you want a sleek look down there, uh-huh. you can't just have like a nice stubble.
0: Yeah. And a sleek look is a very specific aesthetic choice. Yeah. That is something that you go out of your way and it's a preference.
2: Well, I understand too, if it's a Halloween costume, you don't want to draw attention to... Right. I mean, I understand... I that mean, she wanted a, you know, I will say yeah. that I think it's a tattoo. I think in the comments she mentioned that yeah. the person might be mistaking it for a tattoo.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But the fact that this is a story.
0: Yeah. Well, is this is where we defense. are now. Yeah. If that was the case and it was a real thing, the machine gun Kelly just should have gone it as as Edward Scissorhands.
2: He actually did carry. That's cute. I see what you did.
0: There.
2: Yeah, topiary. Uh, but he was carrying a knife. <laughs> oh, OK. You know, because. uh,
0: Yeah. And, anyways, just let people do their business in the way that they want. It is the the whole. Also, I just
2: love the notion that somebody goes, she's now off my quote list. Oh,
0: that's it? Great
2: job, uh, M I S I N N one. I'm sure Megan Fox has really put out that she's no longer on your list.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: One wonders what that list is of the women you'll never touch in your life. Yeah. Yes.
0: hmm. <laughs> OK. Wow. Yeah. You can take wow. that one off. Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I,
2: my, I'm going to take her up my imaginary <laughs> list.
0: Yeah. OK. Look, let people do what they want. And you know what? Here's the thing. Everyone likes different things. So you on your imaginary list, if you, that's not your jam, no big deal. Did you have to share it with Megan Fox? No. Now you're a troll. Annoying. But maybe that's Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox's vibe. Maybe it's just her vibe and she doesn't care what Machine she Gun to, Kelly. Uh,
2: rock a little side bush?
0: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Is
2: that, what that, is that what that's called? It is now. All right. Hey, when we come back, you guys... You're either a Debbie Reynolds or an Ann Miller. You may not know it. You may not even understand what any of that means.
0: No. But you are. And trust
2: me, by the end of this segment, you will have to wrestle with whether or not you're an Ann Miller or you're a Debbie Reynolds. And Holly Roberts is going to explain exactly why when we return right here on My Talk 1071. You're either a Debbie Reynolds or you're an Ann Miller, and uh, we'll explain exactly what that means in your moments here on the Colleen and Bradley show. Those of you under the age of 100 are like,
1: what?
2: (laughs) Trust me, it'll make sense. Good afternoon. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts along with Mike today. And, Holly, why are we talking about Debbie Reynolds Andor Ann Miller today.
0: Well, Bradley. Other
2: than the fact that you and I both love both of those women. Yes, it is.
0: It's a day that ends in Y for us. So of course, we're talking about MGN superstars Ann Miller and Debbie Reynolds, but the reason we're talking about them today is rooted in the present moment. Jennifer Aniston, Allure Magazine.
2: Oh, yeah, that interview she just did.
0: That interview she just did. And we've been talking about it over the course of several days because lots of little nuggets have been making headlines. And one that recently made headlines is that Jennifer Aniston laments, there are no more movie stars. Hmm, they're done. She said, I'm a little choked up of Hollywood glamour. I feel like it's dying. There are no more movie stars. There's no more glamour. Even the Oscar parties used to be so fun.
2: Oh, my God. What are you, a (laughs) 100? Okay, now I see where you're going with this Debbie Reynolds and Miller conversation because, well, Well, I seem to remember a very similar conversation.
0: Thank you. If you could hit the way back sparkle, Bradley, we'll take you back. (sighs) To a time.
2: The year was 1970 what? Something. Something.
0: Yes. And
2: the location.
0: The old backlot of MGM Studios in Culver City, California. And we're going back to an old episode of The Mike Douglas Show, where he managed to wrangle some of MGM's biggest superstars from the golden age of Hollywood into doing interviews to celebrate the studio's anniversary.
2: The anniversary. And wasn't it just on the heels, uh, no pun intended, of That's Entertainment 2 or something?
0: Uh, And That's Entertainment. Or
2: That's Entertainment.
0: Exactly. So That's Entertainment was like YouTube before YouTube. It was a movie, a series of movies that were released in the 70s all the way through the 90s that were essentially clip shows. Yeah. It was clips from old movies. Edited together.
2: Which was really the only way you could see all of the great works of the golden age of Hollywood Mm -hmm. before the age of, uh, well, the DVDs and the internet.
0: Yeah. So essentially, all of these old MGM stars were talking to Mike Douglas to sell their version of a proto YouTube clip show.
2: And in the process, we came across a very similar, or we are familiar with, and this is where I think your brain was headed, Holly, a conversation that... uh, or an opinion that one Ann Miller had on the set uh, of MGM.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Jennifer Aniston, while she laments the loss of glamour and movie stars in 2022, let's journey back 50 years and listen to Ann Miller. Oh, I don't know, pull a Jennifer Aniston. Let's when listen. This,
1: there's not enough of the old oh, glamour do. of the old. I do well, you? No,
0: I really do. I think. I think. Uh, When we were doing films, uh, I think that we really and truly had a certain glamour that a lot of the stars today don't have. I just don't have it. I'm I don't, sorry. I don't agree with that. Where's I think Debbie? that there's a tremendous amount of talent, just as
1: when we oh, were talent, young. Talent. No, but, yeah, but, I'm talking but about, about the Mystique, mystique. Well, I think that that's up to uh, the, what they want to do, Annie. I don't think that you can perform, you know, under conditions that you feel uh, down or thwarted. A lot of our contemporaries, when we were under contract, oh. MGM didn't like the machine, didn't like being told what to do. Can't you see so, my um, mystique? There's you can't stuff. see my <laughs> mystique? It's sticking out all over me.
0: There a here and there. You must have
1: dropped it on the way in. Of, no, I have a
0: lot of mystique someplace. It's somebody just look for it <laughs> <laughs> no but I think glamour girls to find it, it. they dress so beautiful I mean my gosh we had fabulous costumes we had color <laughs> yeah, photography but great, everything everything that anybody would want and today it isn't really in the girls walk around in blue jeans the hair is sloppy they don't care to me that isn't glamour maybe I'm gonna maybe I shouldn't I say that it takes so much time
2: to get into all those clothes you know oh but I, mean, I love it <laughs>
0: Well, there's only one Ann Miller anyway, and she's the glam yeah. part of it. I oh, love it. Yeah, that's us it for Ann. All yeah. right.
1: Gene Kelly, sure. let's hear it for Ann. <laughs> <laughs> same
0: studio, all right, we're all done with that. Yeah, Gene Kelly coming in with the troll at the end. You're like, okay, okay Ann, Ann. enough.
2: Right. No, but you're absolutely right. So Ann Miller there was truly echoing the exact same thing, or I should say Jennifer Aniston echoing the exact same thing Ann Miller said Oh, God, 50 years ago. Yeah. Like, oh, stars today. They just don't have any glamour. I mean, nothing has changed. No,
0: nothing has changed. It's just that
2: tastes have changed.
0: Exactly. And, you know, you heard in that clip from the Mike Douglas show, Debbie Reynolds countering what Ann Miller had to say. Oh, Ann,
2: you dusty old (laughs) fuddy-duddy.
0: Exactly. You know, Debbie Reynolds probably, you know, mothering a teenage Carrie Fisher at that point. And was like, honey, you don't understand the kids. They're just as talented. They've got the same, you know, drive as we did. They just might not be wearing as many layers of mascara.
2: And we're talking about uh, this Jennifer Aniston interview where she, you know, rues the the fact that there's no more glamour in Hollywood or they don't have movie stars anymore. And literally, Ann Miller was saying the very same thing 50 years ago. So nothing's changed. But that did lead me to think, like, you're either going to end up being Debbie Reynolds, or Ann Miller. And I think that if you looked at their careers, it, it, their later careers, it, it's really true. Like Debbie Reynolds remained a part of and in the moment in the pop culture, like throughout the rest of her life. I mean, Will and Grace. Uh, she was on the Golden Girls, which at the time was sort of, you know, that's mm-hmm. where the, the pop culture was at.
0: Yeah, She was in Halloween Town on the Disney Channel.
2: Yeah. I mean, she was always doing the next thing. Yes. Whereas Ann Miller was always sort of trying to relive the greatest days of Hollywood. Right. And I think that's where we're all going to end up at some point. And I hope that, you know, I can be a, a nice little combo platter of both
0: mm-hmm. because
2: I do think th- do think things change and it's okay to look wistfully into the past, but maybe not to the point at which you're, you know, um, preventing yourself from engaging the future.
0: Mm-hmm. And then I also had the thought Bradley about this Jennifer Aniston and Miller lamenting the loss of glamour in Hollywood, which is a narrative that has existed since Hollywood began. Then I had this, in, this thought that younger folks, do they view Jennifer Aniston in the same way that like when we were younger, we viewed Ann Miller. Oh sure. Meaning that, Their version of Hollywood glamour, a little long in the tooth, a little musty. Because here's the thing about Ann Miller. When you're watching this Mike Douglas show clip, she is very put together. Woman loves a big shellac of blue eye shadow, a nice wig that maybe is a couple meters long. Nice (laughs) wigs. Put together and combined into a mega wig. And then it's like, oh, Interesting. Is the way that we view movie stars. Like, if we ask to somebody, you know, hey, Mike, we'll ask you. Do you think that Jennifer Aniston is an up-to-date, modern, glamorous movie star? Or do you look at her and you're like, oh, okay, that's like my folks' version of a glamorous celebrity. I'm,
1: I'm not too far away from you guys. I'm mid-30s, so I still okay. think I still think of her that same way. But I know for a fact, my girlfriend, a little younger than me, she would feel that exact same way you're talking about, where that's uh, older. Because you think of the last movie that she's done that's had a lot of relevance, and it isn't necessarily ones that uh, no, she would be watching. No,
2: I couldn't name it for you. But what I will say is, you know, what's interesting is she's 53 and Miller at the time that that was recorded, that video clip we heard where she was talking about the, you know, the better days was in her mid fifties. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. like you can see some people looking back and thinking, oh, Hollywood, it just used to be there used to be. Well, and I think for our generation or I should say my generation, and I think the two of you probably are right at the tail end of that, like Tom Cruise, Jennifer Aniston, George Clooney, like that type of celebrity doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. And so under the age of 30, do you look up at any of those people and not think of them in the way that like I did in my youth at, uh, you know, Henry Fonda and Miller You know, I mean, I was a little different as a kid because I wanted to be those people. But but most people my age wanted nothing to do with those dusty old Mm fuddy-duddies.
0: Oh, yeah. It was was only the folks who had niche nostalgia for something that they couldn't really even be nostalgic for. But you just wanted to experience the old glamour days of the MGM studio. And in, in this clip, too, what I also find is interesting is that Ann Miller lays it all out that publication shipping, meaning... Celebrity, relationships, and service of publicity. Those things, Bradley. Oh, they've been around since the oh, beginning yeah. you guys, of Hollywood. If you guys
2: think you figured something out about Hollywood and the way things really are, trust me when I say it's always been that way. And mm-hmm. that's kind of the fascinating thing about history, especially the history of pop culture and Hollywood. I mean, you can go all the way back to silent pictures, man. And there was some stuff.
0: Ooh, there, there was, was some
2: stuff. Duff. There
0: was some more stuff than we even studied. Fatty right?
2: Arbuckle? Anyone?
0: Okay. Yeah. That is an interesting deep dive. Yeah. What Ann Miller is sad about is that. The studios used to handle all the publicationships. They would put Ann Miller together with, I don't know, Tyrone Power, and they'd send them out on a dinner date so that they could be photographed together and they'd write stories about them. Ann Miller was sad in the early 70s that that system didn't exist anymore. And she's like, well, how do the kids go out to dinner anymore?
2: But now you've got the celebrities in control of that. You have Jennifer Aniston going out for long walks with Justin Thoreau when that was a thing. And now you've got, you know, I don't know what the equivalent is. Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello doing long walks outside of her, you know, South Florida neighborhood.
0: One that we talked about today, Chris Evans and his new girlfriend holding hands in Central Park.
2: Oh, you guys, everything oh. old is new again. But you are going to end up being Debbie Reynolds or Ann Miller. So yep. pick one.
0: And make sure your and, wig's on tight.
2: <laughs> and thank you, Holly, for giving <laughs> yeah. us those options. When we come back, oh, more pop culture oldster moments. Do you ever feel old? No, seriously, we're going to have a conversation about something that happened to me this morning that made me feel a thousand. You'll relate, I promise. We'll be right back.